Okay, hello everybody, and welcome in again to another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. How you doing, babe? I'm doing wonderful. Good, great day, huh? Mm-hmm. It is. This is going to be part three of what we call protecting your inner circle. Uh, the last episode, we had a great time discussing uh, some of the different potential enemies mm-hmm. of the inner circle or that one flesh relationship. We talked about the people stuff. We listed other men and other women parents, sometimes other family members and friendships, and then even children being sometimes what the assault on marriage can use, the stuff we deal with every day in this world. All of us have to deal with moms and dads, and extended family, other men and women in and out of our life, children, and uh, how we defend ourselves and protect the sanctity of our, of our marriage, our inner circle, from those potential enemies. So today we're moving on and talking about the non, what we call the non people stuff and those things that can be used to disrupt the righteousness and joy and peace in a married life there by the spirit of God, that kingdom operating there can really get interrupted and disrupted by uh, stuff that's not people. It's just the stuff of life. And I'd like to add that this is these are areas that we we all have in common. If you've been married for very long, or if you've had any relationships, or if you've watched other people's marriages, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, you know that this these are the areas that they seem innocent, but they cause such damage that potentially can it cause can. such damage yes. in your marriage. And you think, oh, this little tiny thing, how is this disrupting yeah. us this badly? Or how, how come we can't can, get over Exactly. This? How we can't work through this? Yeah. Well, because you have an enemy out there that doesn't want you to be able to work through it. And some of them get complicated. You know, they we, do we've compl- had struggles in our marriage, outside forces. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that we're even mentioning to you last episode and this episode that took time to manage mm-hmm. them, what we call appropriately. Years. It's moving something that's slamming. Here's the picture we want you to have. Inside your inner circle, husband, wife, family relationship, when something is slamming around in there and you can't get peace over it, you have cyclic arguments, mm-hmm. not every day, not every week, but every maybe few months, and you, it all stops at the same point. You never get resolved. You just it get exhausted. You mm-hmm. both throw your hands up and kind of give up. And we just say, we're never going to get over this. Those are dangerous mm-hmm. issues because over time, they can bring a wedge so deep and so wide that a marriage can actually divide over that issue. So the earlier that a husband and wife patrolling that little inner circle, Charlene mentioned the little picture of two little soldiers with rifles over their arms walking the perimeter line, the wire line to make sure Mm -hmm. there's no enemies, no adversaries inside the camp, right? That's what we're talking about. So uh, we're moving on from the people issues to the non-people stuff. And I'm looking at this list going, and honey, we've we've had a couple of these challenges Mm -hmm. at various times in our married life. And certainly because we've been kind of working with marriages for over 40 years of ministry life, we've seen all of these. It is tragic. Now, remember, uh, one last thought before we really start naming these and kind of digging into them is that these are just opportunities. We, we talked about that passage in Luke where in the temptation of Jesus, 
after the devil was defeated by Jesus three times, it says, and after he ended his temptations, he left him, the devil left Jesus for a more opportune time. That's in Luke chapter four, verse 13. He's an opportunist. Mm -hmm. And you know what we've learned? He doesn't care if it's year two mm -hmm. or year 15 or year 35. He's patient. He'll wait and wait and wait until just the right opportunity. And that opportunity could be a new secretary that comes into the job, a new neighbor moving next door, a career shift. It, it can be a, a, a new obligation at work that creates overcommitment or busyness, uh, bad time management. Um, we've seen technology come on the scene like a gangbuster, and that's become a problem. So it can even be caring for a sick parent. Oh, He'll use anything, mm -hmm. right? So we really have to be on guard over this stuff. And again, you know there's an inner circle problem when there's a cyclical argument about something specific that you just can't get through. And you just can't get peace in it. About you got to keep working on right. it until that thing, mm -hmm. whether it's a person or another issue of life, is moved out of your inner circle where there's peace and joy there and righteousness. And it's now appropriate. It's mm -hmm. floating around out there. You got to deal it's with there. it. You have to deal with it. Right. You can't just off your parents yeah. out of you your can, life. You can't act like you know? they, it doesn't or exist. If it's your career, you can't just quit and do nothing. Right. Uh, you got to pay the bills. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but you move these things, you work hard together into a more appropriate place in your life. It takes a lot of prayer, a lot of listening to the Holy Spirit. Big Sometimes time. it takes a lot of counseling. Yep. You need to get help. Get help, get wisdom. It's, yeah. Exactly. But here, our point is it can be done. It can. And these are challenges we all face. If you're listening, you've been married for any, any length of time, then you've probably dealt with some of these mm -hmm. already. And you know what we're talking about, having to get them into an appropriate place. So here we go. The non-people stuff. Number one, money. Uh, this is, this <laughs> Let's is, start there. This is huge. We've seen it, money become that very thing that couples just can't get one mind on. I and would say this is probably number one. I really do. Them. I yeah. think it's number one. Almost every couple I talk to, when it comes down to it, it's money. It's yeah. somebody spends, someone doesn't want them to spend. One's a saver, one's a spender. Yep. One loves to be in debt and feels like they have every right to have whatever they want because they work hard. Right. And the other one's in stress all the time because yep. they can't pay their bills. Yeah. So if you find money, a constant source of stress, mm -hmm. you cannot get over it, then you really need to, to, to figure that out and get money in its appropriate place. And a lot of it has to do with everything from, again, a right theology mm -hmm. on money. Mm hmm where gang, it doesn't belong to you. Mm -hmm. It all belongs, not just 10% belongs to the Lord. There's a Christian uh, misunderstanding mm -hmm. uh, for us, but uh, it all belongs to the Lord. It's not like you get 90% to do whatever you want with. Right. It all belongs to the Lord. And he has a plan for you, mm -hmm. how to manage it. Most people we've discovered, wouldn't you say, babe, they, they have never even sought the Lord over their money. No. no, There's no prayer. They've never laid that on the table and said, God, every dollar is yours. What would you have us do with it? And that's for right? another. That's for another podcast. Another time. <laughs> but we do one of the one of the ways that money tension gets solved. We'll be honest right now mm -hmm. is a budget. Yes, and I know that a lot of people out there is cringe, they're cringing right oh, now. Oh, it's like a bad word. It is a bad word. It's like a cuss <laughs> word, you know. 
but if you ever were on one, you would see how freeing it is and yeah. how freeing it is in your marriage to have a budget. Yeah. We're going to take uh, probably a few episodes and go right at how couples should be managing their money because it has become an issue for so mm -hmm. many. But, it is. But that's one that we'll tell you right now, if it's a constant argument for you, again, let, can, let's be clear. Your spouse is not your adversary. Though they think differently than you, they have a different desire than you about money, they are not your adversary. Money itself is not your adversary. Money right. is neutral. And we have to have it. Right? Mm -hmm. So, so where's the adversary? The adversary is an unseen, wicked one who hates your marriage and has simply found opportunity in money because you're not handling it well. And so that gives him, you have, you can literally give him the opportunity he, he desires to wreck you mm -hmm. if you do not get this handled. So mm -hmm. money, money becomes a, a big issue, right? Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really interesting. I'm just looking across the table at my wife and going, I don't know if that's ever been our issue. We've had others certainly, but. Luckily we've seen pretty eye to eye on, on yeah. money issues, which has been nice. Neither of us like financial stress. So we were both easily. To... We both felt the same about mm -hmm. debt and yes. those we things. Were, we were really, yeah. God was gracious to us in, well, in that area. Yeah. That doesn't mean we didn't face some of no. these. <laughs> Here we go. Number two, hobbies. Hobbies can be the very thing. Hobbies that take a lot of time, particularly, or a lot of money, can become, again, a source of ongoing cyclical conflict in a marriage where before you know it, it's robbing you too of your peace and joy and righteousness. I'll give you give an example of this. I've got a lot of buddies that hunt. Uh, they're hunters, and it takes time uh, and money. And they'll, they'll go on trips, and them and their wives have had to work hard where uh, to allow that hobby, but to allow it in an appropriate way, right. and not it's, it's, inappropriate. And it's wonderful to see these people work it out. Oh, it's awesome. It's like golfing. Golfing can takes do, a lot of time. Yeah. And I, that's why they say a golf widow. Yeah. And it causes issues in marriage. Oh, early in our marriage, you know, I was a rack, racquetball player early on. Uh, used to be an athlete. <laughs> Say back, Doesn't look like it anymore. Back in the athletic days, yeah. Yeah, I, I buy athletic apparel. I'll, I'll put on a pair of socks. Do I look like an athlete? Huh? She goes, no, it takes more than the clothes, man. <laughs> anyway, we, you know, getting married, uh, working a lot of hours, and trying to make ends meet as a young 19, 20 year old couple. I found out quick that two hours of racquetball before I come home from work uh, wasn't wasn't making Charlene happy. It just was creating an, an ongoing source of difficulty. And I had to cut back. I had to find out when I can do that. Can I play early in the morning when it's not on her time and find ways to have a hobby that was appropriate as a married guy. And then we had children and eventually no one had hobbies. No one had hobbies. That's exactly right. Hobby. <laughs> no, we raised what's a hobby. We raised know? children. So, <laughs> so, so hobbies can be that. Don't let it be that. Get it appropriate. Figure that one out and, and get righteousness, joy, and peace in the relationship. Careers can be a man. That's, a, that's another one. Uh, my son, I have one son that's a, a firefighter and watching them work through the two days on, two days off. And then if he's on a fire, it can be up to 20 days uh, away from the home and watching them work through that career 
and keeping it appropriate. Mm -hmm. uh, he's kind of an overachiever. He volunteers for a lot. He's very involved within his department and, and learning to manage that. They, I've watched them struggle mm -hmm. with it at times, but they, they work really hard at it. They're doing right. a fantastic yeah, job. Exactly. Yeah. So careers uh, can do that. Alcohol. There's a new one, right? You know, this we added in recently because about 75 to 80% of our couples that we see, this is a real issue. It is. That is really causing deep distress in their marriage. And we've seen it grow. We've seen it become more and more common mm -hmm. that there's pretty deep stress, deep conflict within a marriage, some resentment, bitterness, confusion caused by alcohol. And then the unfortunate situations where DUIs happen and s some tragedy happens because loss of, of careers, mm -hmm. you know, there's just, it's not just the, the drinking it's, it's the abuse of drinking and of alcohol and what it can do to you and yeah. what it can do to your family. Yeah. And it, it's something it, it, to use a word. It's sobering Yeah. <laughs> to watch these families over a small thing like alcohol yeah be put in such turmoil. Right. So that is one that we have added in. And again, you know that it's a problem. You have an mm -hmm. inner circle problem when you cannot get along about right. it. It's constant cyclic mm -hmm. arguments revolving around it. Dear ones, at that point, move that issue out into an appropriate place in your life, if at all. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, again, you take hobbies. There's a time where I just didn't do hobbies, right? Well, right? right? Wasn't just appropriate. I just didn't do them. And it may be that with alcohol too, where if you can't find an appropriate place of alcohol in your life, then get rid of it. Right. Become an alcohol-free family. It's, it's not worth losing your marriage over. No, that's mm -hmm. so true, babe. Um, intimacy issues. And these are ones that sometimes people need to get some, get some help, get mm -hmm. counsel and, mm -hmm. and get wisdom on, but never quit working on it. Never quit communicating about it. Right. Uh, another one that is so big in our life today, and we see it all the time is busyness and overcommitment, mm -hmm. bad time management. Right. Right. I mean, how many have we seen just struggling? They have very little relationship, very little intimacy because they are on the run. They they're never they're never at home together. They're from never sporting alone. event mm -hmm. to sporting event, and you know this can become this can create um, tension. Mm -hmm. There's just no margins in some lives today. Well, and the problem with this is is when you're so busy, you have no time to work on your marriage. You might not even see it as a problem. You're not you're so busy, you don't even have time to talk about it right? until that busyness is over. And it's usually revolves around children. And when that busyness is over and those children are gone, you don't have a marriage. Yeah. You didn't even realize that the, that the enemy was coming in and dividing. There was no fighting. Yeah. There was no relationship. So this, I was just thinking one of the reasons this is good to go over and name these things, mm -hmm. it helps all of us identify it does. the problem. Sometimes the problem just feels like, man, we don't, we're like not each getting other. along. No, we don't like don't each like other. don't like you anymore. Right. You know? right. And it's hard to sometimes identify the reason mm -hmm. we're having such tension is because of overcommitment and busyness. Right. We've got to change something, mm -hmm. right? Or this issue of alcohol, we have to work through to an appropriate conclusion mm -hmm. where we get resolve on this. Right. 
or any of these other things we're mentioning. They help us put a name tag on the problem so we can work together. On we the can problem. use our minds. We can use the word of God. We can get good counsel. Right. And we can resolve it. We're in, we're in charge of this. Yeah. We have the ability to, to stop and say, this is no more. This isn't working. This isn't, yeah. it's, it's not coming on us and making us do this. We're, we're, yeah. this is our marriage. We contribute to this. Yeah. And that when Kenny and I look at each other, we go, this is what we created. Yeah. We can't blame it on anybody else. No, we drove the bus here. We drove it here and we now have the to, good thing about that is we can drive it we out. We can drive it out. We have to own it. Yep. We have to, it's no one's fault. When it comes to like, careers. I was just thinking, I'll, I'll share a quick story uh, just to digress for a minute. There was times where I wondered if I could continue on in ministry. Pastoring, I wondered that too. Where we, I looked at Charlene at least two times that I remember, babe, maybe more. Mm -hmm. uh, and I said, honey, I, because there were, we were, there was tension. We were mm -hmm. arguing a lot about how many hours I was gone and the toll it was taking. And it's a it's a busy life doing what pastors do, mm -hmm. right? You're available to a lot of people. You're gone a lot. There's deadlines constantly teaching two, three, four times a week sometimes, constantly needing to study to meet those deadlines. So there's a lot going on. And there were times, at least two that I remember, where I just said, babe, I'm telling you, I value us over that. It, really what it boiled down to was, there are many men who could pastor that church. Mm -hmm. Many men, gift more gifted than me. Mm -hmm. um, but there's only one that could be Charlene's husband, mm -hmm. and my and, that's and our children's father. Right. So mm -hmm. th there was no question ever in our mind that if we had to, the appropriate thing to do, the appropriate place for a career, that career might not have been full time ministry for us. You know, and it turned out we were able to make adjustments kind of course correct me god, god mostly, is good god right? is good and mm -hmm. we were able you know we had a 42 mm -hmm. year career in in pastoral ministry so but that's what we mean these things you've got to talk about mm -hmm. these things okay um bus busyness and overcommitment bad time management and then lastly this is another one we've added here recently is technology right <laughs> Yes. We're laughing because because particularly young. This is a often a young couple's thing. Or you know, you get a new phone and oh yeah, you're enamored by that new phone and it becomes your best friend. And if if you're young and you mm -hmm. grew up in the gaming world, you grew up with Game Boys and you know this stuff from early on as Nintendo and uh, and then the sophisticated gaming world. Uh, most young couples have had to talk about this. They, you can't just sit all night long and play games anymore, well, like you could in college. Back in the day, it was television. Right. Our generation, it's TV. You bet. And we're much more enamored by TV than we are usually games. The we, games yeah. or the phone or the social media. Yeah. It is such an issue with a marriage. It is. Someone feels so unimportant and we've had this issue oh yeah over and over not over and over but the phone can drive me crazy i'll check emails or check texts or something in the middle of a conversation we were having or and, in the middle of a restaurant and it, at dinner. it just it just <laughs> it, there's like we've imposed some hard and fast rules phones go away uh and i'm, I'm not great at it but uh if it's around 
it's tempting. It is. It's, it's just, you're curious what's going on out there. And it is. And we're not even social media. People. No, no. But technology, TV too. I, uh, TV. I like most men. Mm -hmm. uh, I, it's, I don't hate it when I get a couple hours to just oh, sit no, and veg no. to, well, to I, a movie. I agree. Right? I, I like it too. So, it's just. Uh, but there's times where that becomes if hurtful or neglectful to Charlene. And we haven't talked in a long time. And that's just inappropriate, and and it creates arguments and tension. Again, see, this it's, is the stuff we're talking right. about. It does. It, if it's slamming around, you got you, a problem. You've got a problem. Yep. If it's slamming, and the around, only way through it is to address it head on mm -hmm. and get that issue moved into a more appropriate place. Now, where we're going to go in our next episode mm -hmm. is going to be exactly that. Mm -hmm. We're going to get some a couple tools in your bag because when people try to communicate, nothing. <laughs> creates uh, a more defensive uh, adversarial atmosphere than when one person's going, Hey, I want you to stop doing this or stop doing that. And boy, we bow up. And before you know, it, we can't even talk about at, it. At least if you're like us, yeah. you do. <laughs> so we've got some, some ideas to help you actually have solid conversations where uh, you you address the issue and you can actually work towards resolve. Right, and you can right. resolve it instead right. of just getting really in a bad fight. Right. And sometimes we look at each other, we we can't talk about this right now. Right. I'm going to get really defensive. I'm not in the mood. Right. And we're going we're gonna, <laughs> to, that happens a lot. And you have to know when you bring these things to people or your spouse yeah. and how to bring these issues to which your is spouse. a bit how to bring it is a big what kind deal. of attitude yeah. and so where you get now we're into getting yeah. into some communication mm -hmm. conflict resolution stuff so we're right. excited to get there with you mm -hmm. uh so i want to end today where i did uh at the last episode two two quick questions i want you to have in your mind uh, number one which of these whether the people stuff or the non-people stuff are evil answer none of them careers aren't evil we need we were we were made by God to work and produce um, intimacy. It's not evil. It's glorious, mm -hmm. and God created it for His glory and for our pleasure and our delight. Right? Um, children, money, hobbies, friends, family members, parents. Not one of these in themselves is evil. Yet we have seen each of these be the very thing that led to the dissolving of a marriage. Mm -hmm. So people, this is serious, serious it stuff. Is serious. This is a big tool to get in your tool bag. The ability to identify an inner circle problem. That parent needs to be gently moved out in a more appropriate place. We've got to manage money better. We've got this hobby issue. We need to make an adjustment and a course correct. If you've got a mechanism in place to do that, man, dear ones, you are so ahead of most couples. So that's where we'll be going now. Second question which of these we've named what for probably 10 or 11, maybe 12 of them, some people stuff, some non-people stuff, are any of them worth losing a marriage over? And I hope that you answered so quick, absolutely not. And not even just losing your marriage, living in a home with no joy, right. no, no righteousness yeah. and no peace. Oh. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth this life is so difficult outside of this home. Right. The things we we can't avoid yeah. that are just troubling and evil and just it just wreaks havoc on you. But when you come home, 
Why? Yeah. Why would why we cling do we, to Why these do we do things and why do we allow things that cause us to be, to live with no peace? Yeah. I don't understand that yeah. because it's so stressful and I don't want to be stressed in my home. I want to lay down at peace. night with yep. peace. And I know all of you do too. Well, we're going to work hard to get some tools in your bag to be able to achieve exactly that. So thanks for being mm -hmm. with us today. Good day today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, God bless you all. Remember every day that your marriage matters. And mm -hmm. thanks for checking in with us. We'll talk again soon. Bye-bye.